back to the Create This Life podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Scully, and today we're continuing our series on my 30 Days of Change Challenge that I have going on on all of my social media platforms. If you missed the first seven days, check out that episode that launched last week where we talk about the first seven days of change. And today, today we're going to start with um, day eight. And um, again, I have all these posted on my social medias, so you can find me on Facebook. Uh, I have three Instagrams because I'm that person. I like to keep things separated. So you can find it at the Create This Life podcast or Carrie Runs 100 Miles or the Creative Life Studios, which is where I post my art and stuff if you'd like to follow along. So on day eight, we started talking about baggage. On day eight, I made this statement. I said baggage can be used one of two ways. When filled with hope and peace, it can allow you to go anywhere and be the person you want to be. Or two, when it's filled with your pain of your past, it can weigh you down and hold you hostage. What kind of baggage are you carrying on your journey? And when I wrote that, I really started thinking about what it meant to actually be traveling. Um, I always think of people who I tend to definitely be a huge overpacker. I'm totally guilty of it and I know it. I pack like I'm going to the apocalypse when I'm gone for like a weekend and I know it and my husband knows it. Um, but I always think about watching those people struggle in the airport and if they have overpacked or maybe their luggage is old or maybe it's filled with really, I guess that would be it. I'm having a revelation. If it's filled with stuff they don't need, then it's cumbersome and it's hard and it makes the travel hard. It makes getting through the airport hard, makes it take longer. But those people who are able to pare it down, and say, what can I live without? What do I not need? What is weighing down my life? And what's gonna make this trip less fun? Then they're able to pare it down and they're zipping through the airport with their little pilot bag and their one carry-on and they are good to go. So baggage and figuring out what kind of baggage we have in our life is so important in order for us to have a good or a bad journey. And really it's it's all in our hands of whether we decide we want to get rid of it or not. So on day nine, we start talking about isolation, which right now in self-isolation and quarantine and all that kind of stuff, I thought it was really important to speak on. On day nine, I wrote, isolation does not have to mean alone. It means we need to be more creative and intentional in our communication. Maybe you need to reach out to someone for your own mental health or maybe you can be the one to save someone else from their mental health desert. Reach out. And I definitely think that is super important right now. Um, I think it can be really easy, particularly like when we see people every day, say they're work friends or whatever they happen to be. I think it's really easy for us to um, just assume that they're okay because hey, at work, they're always happy. They're always this, they're always that. But when they're forced into a season of isolation, or when we are forced into a season of isolation, it really does change our personalities. And it changes kind of our mindset. And I think we need to work to be super intentional right now about being openly communicating on checking on people, even if just to throw a text. Um, it is kind of funny to see how often on some of the podcasts I listen to, or even on Facebook, how much more often we're seeing people say, Oh, I FaceTimed my mom, I FaceTimed my family. Um, you know, there's a couple podcasts I listen to that are having Zoom happy hours. And those just don't happen because they've never happened in the past. Someone had to intentionally say, hey, I miss your face. 
let's do something. Let's do something fun. Let's, you know, play a board game together. Let's play an online game and have FaceTime going so we can see each other's face. It's all about being intentional and creative in a way in order to keep those relationships and to keep people who would otherwise fall into despair and depression and anxiety because they are being forced into isolation to keep them on this side of all of those things that could bring them down so easily. So day 10 says this, it says grace. If we need more of anything right now, it's grace, grace for ourselves, grace for others. Now is not the time to strive for perfection in ourselves or expecting it from others. Maybe this is the time to free yourself from that lifelong trap of perfectionism. And this is totally me. It's something I've always dealt with. I'm definitely doing better than I was years ago, but occasionally that perfectionist dragon rears its ugly head. And I think it's, I've noticed it a lot, unfortunately, on Facebook and social media of, you know, moms stressing out because they're working from home and trying to be the perfect homeschool parent or people being negative because someone is self-quarantining differently or you know there's a whole long list of things that have come that have been said and posted and that kind of thing and i think we just gotta find grace we just gotta as a mom as a dad as a brother as a sister as a whatever you know you just have to have grace for yourself it can be really easy to get bogged down going oh my gosh you know my mother is self-quarantining completely alone i live five states away i'm so guilty because i can't be there with her no you might not be able to be there with her in person but again it's about being intentional and being creative give yourself some grace you didn't know when you moved three states away that this was going to happen but you know what you can send her a doordash you can send her some walmart delivery groceries um, my mother-in-law lives by herself um, in Missouri. Thankfully, my uh, part of my family lives in the same town so they can check on her. But I sent her some scrapbook paper because she's there by herself and she likes to scrapbook. And I thought, you know what, this will, this will make her happy. It'll give her a chance to look through her pictures again and, and just uh, be able to have some new inspiration so she's not just sitting there Netflix and chilling or being bored or being sad. And so let's just find grace. And if you're that person that's stressing out at home because you feel like you're not doing enough, and I have that problem a lot because we are such a busy family that it's really hard for me to lay that busyness down and be okay with not doing things like guilty because I'm reading a book. Well, the dishes are done, the laundry is done, the kids are doing schoolwork. There's not a whole lot of other options you know what, it's going to be okay. I've got to give myself grace that I don't have to get 5 million projects done in a day. I don't have to be super mom and let's have a science experiment. Let's bake this. Let's do this. Let's, you know, fill in the blank of whatever you as a person leads to guilt. Instead, let's just have grace for everyone and ourselves and realize that we are all just doing the best we can in a season that none of us expected and none of us could have planned for and that none of us have ever been in before. We're all just trying to figure it out as we go. So day 11, I said, the unexpected is inevitable. 
But even if what is happening isn't our choice, how we react to it is. Don't hand over your destiny to any person or situation. Stay in control. And I think that's, I think I've said it before. I think that's super important. I really do. I think too often we give away our happiness to someone else. We give away our future to someone else. We give away our, we give away our heart a little bit to someone else. And I don't necessarily mean in that lovey-dovey, schmoopsy-poopsy kind of way. I really just mean that in a way of we give someone else too much control over our lives. Um, it can be really easy for past situations or this or that to just knock you down really easy. I know it's super easy for me if I'm scrolling through Facebook and there's someone super negative and sometimes I might post a comment that maybe I shouldn't have and then they post back and then they just made me angry and blah, 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 blah. And it really just ruins your whole day. And usually it's someone you've never met, someone that you most likely will never meet. But we let that, I handed over my destiny of that day to that person. And they were able to ruin my day, even for just a short period of time. And I think we need to be really cautious of that. Yes, we're in an unexpected situation. Yes, unexpected situations happen all the time in families. But we need to decide whether that unexpected situation is going to control our lives or the person it happens with is going to control our lives or if we are going to truly stay in control of our own destiny because of it. And you see it so often in, um, in families where like a relative has passed. It never fails. There's going to be some relatives that come in and want, you know, the house, the boat, the car, the kitchen sink, everything. Whereas other people are just trying to grieve. But a lot of times it becomes these huge knockdown drag outs because the person who's trying to grieve hands over their, their beliefs and hands over their grieving process to the person who's being negative. And that person isn't really able to grieve because they're so busy um, on the battlefield with these other people when it's not necessary. You, it's about taking control of your own life and not allowing other people to have that kind of control. So think about that if you're going through a situation that feels like a battlefield. Are you handing over your destiny to someone else or the situation? Is that situation being allowed to control every part of your life? And it's a choice you have to make. If it is, and it's in a negative way, then you sh it's time to start thinking about how can I shift my focus and take back my control. So day 12, we moved on to this. Hope. It can mean different things to different people. In biblical times, the word we now use as hope actually means confident expectation. How would your life change if you viewed it through a lens of confident expectation? I actually found part of that thought in, in a book I'm reading um, called The Creative Call, um, and it's dealing with um, creative people and how we should um, view ourselves through the Word of God and that kind of thing. Um, and I should have written the word down, but I didn't. But the original Greek word, um, I can't write it as right now, um, that we have now translated as hope back in the day actually more translated into the word confident expectations, which say the two, hope seems very soft, very fluffy, very, you know, ethereal clouds, unicorns, rainbows. I have hope. But if you say the words confident expectation, it just has, for lack of a better phrase, it just has more meat. It just has more oomph 
I mean, you are confident that there are going to be expectations. And so um, I love that. I was writing in the notes of my, uh, my book when I was going through that particular uh, lesson. And I was like, that is so much more, I don't know, so much more gritty. Um, and gutsy. Uh, if you read my, if you listen to my interview with Jennifer Watson, she has she wrote the book Freedom: The Gutsy Pursuit of Life, the gutsy per- pursuit of healing and the life beyond. Um, and I asked her why she used that word gutsy, and she's like, you know, because life isn't perfect, it isn't easy, it isn't unicorns and rainbows. You know, it's dirty, it's hard, and sometimes you just got to be gross just to get through it. And she goes, I love the word gutsy because it shows that takes the hard work and sometimes it takes just being down and dirty and just doing the hard work and I think that has a lot to do too with hope I mean we can live in this I dream I hope kind of thing or we can just get down and say you know what come heck or high water I don't know how it's going to happen but I have confident expectation this is going to work out for the better and it's going to be used for something amazing even if I don't know what it is I've had to deal with that a lot when I've, I've spoken to people um, about some things in my past, about some abuse and stuff. And now I know and that at the time I didn't understand it, why I had gone through some things. But now I realize I have confident expectation that I went through that. I don't hope I went through that to help someone. I have confident expectations. I know that I went through that and was able to come out on the other side so I can look at another woman and say, I did it and so can you. And I've had that opportunity so many times to stand in front of women and be able to tell them my story and tell them my trials, tell them my failures and say, you know what? I'm not perfect. I failed a lot. I've screwed up a lot, but I've come on the other side and I can help you do the same thing. So day 13, I'm scrolling through my Facebook to find it. Apparently I posted a lot that day. Day 13, do. Two little letters that make a huge difference. It's great to be dreamers and wishers, but until we become doers, we will never move forward. And this, again, is a thought that came from that book that I'm reading because it can be really easy as, um, particularly as creative people, um, to wait for inspiration, to flip through, you know, Pinterest and wait for inspiration and, and dream about doing, writing that book or writing that musical or and painting that beautiful painting and that kind of stuff and I think it can become really easy for us to just fall into that trap of being dreamers and wishers but then never actually putting them into practice and actually doing something with our gifts and doing something with what we have been called to do whatever that is for you Um, And so it's a good time to take stock in that. Am I being a wisher and a dreamer or am I being a doer? And you just really have to decide what's more important, the doing or just the wishing. And so I thought that was super, super important. It's just something to kind of make you take a step back and think about how important that really was. So day 14 of change says when we are on our journey of life can be disheartening when the journey is slower than we expect. But as my pastor said on Easter, delay does not mean denial. We can choose to be sad about a potential denial or have hope in potential of the unwritten future. 
and that's one of my favorite phrases that he's ever said. I actually uh, journaled it in one of my Bibles a couple days ago, that delay does not mean denial. I think we get so wrapped up in, I've heard it said this way, and it totally makes sense that we're a microwave society where we want it now. We want the Insta fame. We want to be the TikTok star. We want to be the YouTube sensation. We want all these things, but too often... We either don't want to put the work in, which honestly, the work is hard and not everyone wants to do it, or we think that if it doesn't happen, then we're not good. We're not good enough. It's not going to meant to be. It's not fill in the blank. And we always just, a lot of times we drop, jump to the conclusion that delay, if it doesn't happen now, then it's just never going to happen. And that's not always the truth. Maybe it is sometimes. Maybe you're not you know, winning American Idol because you can't carry a note in a bucket. And that's okay. You can still sing. I mean, even the Bible says make a joyful noise. It doesn't say it has to be a good one. But just because it's delayed does not mean that it's denial. And I think if we live more in that mindset, we are less likely to get discouraged and less likely to get down on ourselves and less likely to give up on our dreams if we understand that it might take some time. It might not happen. Great. If it happens right away, super awesome way to go. But that's not normal. It's abnormal for that to happen. We all can't be Justin Bieber who was, you know, discovered by Usher when he was, what, like 12, 13 on YouTube. That's just, that's an abnormal case. Instead, it's going to take work and it's going to take time and we have to be okay with that. So the last one for today is yesterday's and that was uh, day 15 and I wrote this because I thought it was super important I think I've said that like four times on this podcast but you know what I mean um, so day 15 of change think back to a year ago on April 15 2019 are you a better person with a more fulfilled life than you were then if the answer is no it's time to take a personal inventory of what is holding you back if the answer is yes then congratulate yourself but don't allow your progress to stop and those are two sides of the same coin because too often we look back and we aren't the person we wanted to be a year ago when we said, you know, April 15th of last year, by 2020, I'm going to lose 30 pounds. I'm going to run a marathon. I'm going to, I'm going to have half that book written, you know, whatever that wish was a year ago. And then we get down on ourselves and we stall and we give up. The same happens on the other side is We've come, we've reached our goal, awesome. We feel like we've come as far as we can go and rather than picking up a new goal, we stop, we give up. And a lot of times we fall back into our old habits. So think about the person you were a year ago. Have you changed for the positive? Have you changed for the negative? Take a little personal inventory. And you know what? If you've come to where you said you wanted to be and you've met those goals, it's awesome. So it's time to set a new goal. If you haven't met those goals, that's okay too. It's time to go, okay, what didn't work in the last year that I can change so that in April 15th, 2021, I can ask myself that same question and this time I get to say yes. So that is days eight through 15 of my 30 days of change social media challenge. Again, you can find me on uh, Instagram at the at create this life podcast um and my other instagram handles you can find on there as well 
So I hope you will continue to use this quarantine, as we're calling it, um, just to make some lasting changes that we don't spend the entire time Netflix and chilling or doing things that are fun, yes, but they're not going to do anything to impact our future. So I hope you will take some time to spend just thinking about these, um, these days of change. And I will be back next week with days 16 through, was it 23 or 22 math. So you guys have an amazing day and I will see you next time.